0: Come on. Yeah. Woo. Come on. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Fuck yeah.
1: Yeah. You're listening to the dollop. This is an American history podcast That occasionally goes to
0: Australia
1: uh, And each week I read I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history With to some energy A fella
0: Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about
1: And our guest tonight From Hot Morning
0: Radio yeah. Nick Cody Yes
1: Morning yes. radio walk. Who's walking yes. like a morning radio guy? Queensland's own.
2: G'day, guys. Who wants footy tickets? Long weekend. 13, 10, no, 60. Nick, oh, Nick. sorry. No, we're not sorry. wrong. wrong, wrong. One. No. Baby's coming back. The phones are
0: lighting up right now. People want to talk about it. Weather <laughs> on the 10s and 30s.
1: Uh, Nick, uh, Nick, like all of the rest of you, got COVID recently.
2: Yeah. Cody COVID. How did was pretty it? well. Yeah. I had a sniffly nose on a Tuesday. I just I my son got it first, my three year old son, and um, very annoying, it cost me a lot of shows. And uh, I told him and we did the test, the second red line popped up and I said, mate, you can't see an part par today and we're not going to the Gold Coast for a holiday. And, and you my did wife this. said my wife said, That's a lot of information for a three year old to take <laughs> seconds after he's been told he's also got COVID. But But
1: I find with a three-year-old, you don't actually have to use the words. You can make them feel how disappointed you are in them with your eyes.
0: Dave's father patented the move, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And then you were saying backstage that you took it really seriously
2: and you just were kind of in bed. Took care of yourself. Drinking fluids, electrolytes. A lot of fluids. Drank a bottle of red wine a day. A bottle of red a day, a few (laughs) whiskeys. My wife, the healthiest person on the planet, Fucked a idiot.
0: <laughs> you just got hammered.
2: Eating salads like a nerd. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, we are brought to you in part by Peloton. Look, working out can be a pain, right? You got to go to the gym. You got to go outside, all that. You got to get motivated got to get out of, get off, the, get off the couch, all terrible things. That little time you set aside fills up quickly, something happens. Look, it just gets a lot easier with Peloton. You can do a bunch of different workouts, do it. I do. it. I got my TV app, I got it on my iPad, I got it on my phone, I got the bike. There's so many different things that I can be doing here, working out. Uh, I work out with Dennis Morton. We, uh, we uh, bike to rock music together. <laughs> a little bit of Chase Tucker for boxing. And it's a, it's, they're really good workouts. It's like you're in the gym, but you're not in the gym. You're working out with somebody telling you what to do. They're like, lift your leg or whatever. I mean, it's better than that. I love it. Like I said, I do cycling. I do boxing. I do a little bit of strength, a little stretching business. And I fit it right into my lifestyle. Uh, Look, like I want to get a 10-minute workout in sometime for uh, upper body strength, whatever, and I can get a 40-minute uh, bike in. I can do boxing when I'm in a hotel. It just fits into my schedule. And that's that's what I need. And I don't have to hang out with weird old guys in the locker room. I mean, I do. But I that's just an addition on my house. So, look, right now is the perfect time to try out Peloton. The Peloton Bike Plus is now $500 less. It is the best price yet, including free delivery and setup and there are more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton bike and Peloton Tread. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. We are also brought to you in part by Diet Smoke. Uh, so we're going to talk about getting high on marijuana right now. The first person to ever get high was in Central Asia around 500 BC, and then it spread to Africa, Europe, and then the Americas. The history of weed here in the Americas goes uh, back to the colonists in the 1600s. They'd sit around and they'd they'd grow their hemp and then they'd smoke. Which started out great, right? Everybody's having fun. And then the last 400 years starts to get a little uh, little too intense. Weed gets a little too strong. And that's why they have created Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke makes uh, wonderful THC gummies that give you the perfect medium high. Trust me. Diet smoke gummies are made with Delta-8 THC, which is the same weed you know and love. It's just less strong. Diet smoke is not light. It is mm, just right. So why get high with diet smoke? Well, look, it's not as intense. Some people get anxiety from weed edibles, but not with Delta-8. Diet smoke gummies are just perfectly balanced to give you the right amount of high every single time. So each diet smoke gummy is infused with 10 milligrams of THC, derived from all-natural American-grown hemp. And Diet Smoke, it's cheaper than uh, dispensaries. Uh, No medical card is required to order. 100% legal THC. Even in states where cannabis is not, yes, you can order it online. Delicious Diet Smoke gummies come in two flavors, blue raspberry and watermelon. Try them both. I've tried them both. And then I sat around and hung out, which is the whole idea. Money-back guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied with Diet Smoke, they'll give you your money back. No questions asked. So when you don't want to get wrecked from an edible, but you just want to get an amazing high, enjoy the smooth, sensational buzz of Diet Smoke. Right now, Diet Smoke is offering our listeners a amazing deal. When you go to DietSmoke.com and use promo code DOLP, you get 20% off all their THC gummies. Go to dietsmoke.com, promo code dollop, to get 20% off. That's dietsmoke.com, promo code dollop for 20% off. Diet, smoke, THC, gummies. Tell them Dave took them a couple times, four, five. July 28th, 1925. (laughs) Year of our Lord. Jesus Christ. (laughs) John Thomas Stonehouse was born in Southampton, England. Uh, He was born into a a staunch trade unionist family. Uh, His mother, Rosina, was a a counselor uh, on the Southampton City Council and later became the first female labor mayor. Hmm. John joined the British Labour Party at the age of 16. Wow. He's not
0: fucking around. I'm, I'm not accusing not anyone of fucking around.
2: Fucking around. All
0: right. <laughs> Relax. I'm the olive
2: oil normally, guy. <laughs> isn't it normally 16-year-olds trying to sneak into the army? No. So like this this one's like, we've got to lower the drinking age. Yeah. Like, we, <laughs> we think you've lied about your age, sir. So. John's
1: school teachers thought he had little
2: ability.
0: Nice. I've been there. <laughs> I was there a bunch.
1: Uh, so his teachers recommended he be apprenticed to be a butcher.
0: Wow. That's, that, is, that does feel like um, a way of softly sort of being like, yeah. That's a butcher. As he thought about potentially learning how to cut ham hocks? <laughs> he'd be good at cutting meat. You know, he'd be a good slicer, your boy would. <laughs> He's got the brain of someone who could use a big axe, you know what I mean? He's one of them. He's got the mind for meats. (laughs) We thought he'd be like an author. Well, uh, you know, I think um, maybe we start him off with cutting and slicing and things of that nature. And then... um, What about an accountant? Well, I mean, he will be ringing the meats up and weighing them. But again, I don't even think he should be the weigh guy. I think (laughs) that should be another one. I think he'd be good at... Again... Looking at meat and you know, putting it in on the paper for the smart guy in the shop to again, he's an apprentice. You know, you don't figure that out right away. I mean, it's a bit rocket science, isn't it? No. Well. So
1: uh, instead, he did not he did not become a butcher. Instead, he got a job as a clerk and typist for the probation department, mm. and then he uh, joined the Royal Air Force to fight in World War Two. Hmm. There you go. Okay. Uh, he was out after two years and got an ex-serviceman's grant to study economics and political science.
0: Boy, this butcher guy was a real fucking asshole.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it was just someone who needed a little help at the butcher store and was like, well, I could, you know, your kid should probably I'm be I'm actually butcher. having a
0: barbecue Sunday.
2: Do you think you could be a butcher's apprentice? <laughs> and how did he go from butchery air force to economics? That's a. Did he just fly so much that he's like, I'm pretty good with economics now. Yeah. <laughs> <I, laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't really make sense. We well, a jump.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, he went to the London School of Economics, uh, so he was there in 1947, and that's when he met Barbara Smith. Oh, they met at a dance. Barbara was almost 16. How old is he? <laughs> uh, 47. So he is yeah. uh, 22. No, sorry. no, no, he's yeah. not 47. Jesus Christ, that's real. He's 20, 22, or 21. Okay, probably so two. yeah, yeah for oh, sure. much, much older. Mu- Maybe not. Great. Good I, counter. Yeah, nice great. job, Dave. Yeah, really, maybe not
0: great. Yeah, good counter. A little older, but maybe not. Yeah. No, no I was just going say, maybe not a good
1: thing to do. Uh, you know, hook it up with 15-year-olds when you're 22. No. Mm-hmm. But,
0: you know. Yep. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Let's just keep going. Um, <laughs> like a good time to push through.
1: Uh, Barbara was a pr- progressive socialist. Uh, she worked at a think tank before they were called think tanks. Uh, they married in 1940. 19- what was it 40. called? It was—it was called the Fabian Society. It was just a thing. Hmm. They didn't say it was a think tank. They were like, "It's a bunch of guys in a society." Hmm. Okay,
0: I was hoping you wouldn't have the answer, <laughs> or have a you know a different thing. Like, it's a fathom booth. You were hoping for a joke. Yeah, something good <laughs> to work with. Yeah, that didn't happen. I maybe, it work. maybe you should be a butcher. <laughs> be a tough job for me. <laughs> The saddest butcher. Yeah. It, my meat is weeped upon.
2: <laughs> they didn't do nothing to you, fella. <laughs> Have you thought about a Boca burger? There's one near me. There's a vegan butcher near my house. What
1: the is he is doing? What is that? What is going on? That
2: can't be a vegan. That can't There's actually no be. There's
1: nothing to cut.
2: Yeah, he's yeah, not a butcher. It's all, it's all fake meat. Right. And they put the sprig of you, parsley you, on it so th- and everything.
1: So does he, like, order, like, a fake meat in the shape of a cow and then yeah. he cuts it down?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he, like, yeah, puts a fucking electrical dart through its head. And he's like, boy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Goodbye, Tof <tough> Moo. <move. laughs> Look at all the oat milk coming okay. out of this thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they married in 1848, they honeymooned in 1948. France. 1948. In 1948, I 18, oh. yeah, 1948. Uh, they had honeymoon in France. Um, while they were on their honeymoon, John went swimming in the ocean and didn't come back for two hours.
0: That's fine. That doesn't seem that yeah. crazy. That's
1: normal. Just yeah. a two-hour swim out in the ocean. Yeah, okay. Now, he disappeared. You know, he, he swam out. And so Barbara thought he had drowned because he was gone so long. She, she starts to cry so on the beach. So she's never
0: been to the beach? She was just like, oh, my God. It's been two hours. It's time to remarry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving on. I gave him an hour, and he ain't back.
1: Well, I think most people will swim around the beach, but he swam until you couldn't see him anymore. So It's that, a crazy move, yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: But two hours to grieve a death. Yeah.
1: Well, she was upset. I mean, two hours, she's like, what the fuck happened? Like, he should be back, or I should see his head a little bit. Thank God.
2: Towards me. Thank God she met him after the war. That would have terrified her. Yeah, have been like, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go on short missions. My wife freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> Can we fly by my house so she knows I'm okay?
3: Hey! <laughs> oh my God.
1: So when he came back uh, He just laughed And he said I always go for long swims That's what I do
2: <laughs> You've never mentioned that once
0: <laughs> Yeah it would be a good thing to say before yeah. I go for long swims Instead like have a good life Okay I wonder if you're Seeding a detail there Dr. Anthony
1: uh, so after uh, university at 23, John stood as the Labour Party candidate uh, in the London seat of Twickenham, which is mm. the most English fucking Twickenham. Name ever. Twickenham. He lost, but mm. uh, now he's like, I want to, I want to go into politics. This is what I want to do. Uh, what is
0: he when he was like gone for like the vote counting? She was like, he's dead again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three hours. He's dead. <laughs> My husband
1: is dead. Honey oh, oh, oh. I was, I was in the can.
2: Oh my God, I bought a casket. Oh, let's still have the service.: I should have told you I love long shits. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Uh. So, the build up
1: ex- his experience and to broaden his mind, he went to Africa with Barbara and uh, their two daughters. There's the two daughters. So, uh, John, quote, in the wild north of Uganda, snatching a few hours' sleep in the simple thatched mud and wattle huts, and driving and working by day to create a cooperative movement, which would, help free the Ugandans from their ignorance and pathetic inferiority complexes
0: and mm. give them mm. the tools to build a richer society and well, better life. Well, I mean, okay, so. kind of a mixed bag, right? <laughs> yes. That's so great really... that you're helping them. You mean these idiots? <laughs> well, they need it. <laughs> these fucking morons. Have you seen them? It's unbelievable. <laughs> Doesn't feel so magnanimous. magnet Fuck them!
1: Hello, little white man here to save you. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. I'm broadening my horizons by wading in amongst the idiots.
0: (laughs) So... Bunch of butcher's apprentices, if you ask me. So
1: while he's there, uh, he actually gets very strong anti-colonial
0: views. I thought you were going to say he just gets really strong. That was exciting. (laughs) He just starts lifting, (sighs) fucking lifting. (laughs) He's
1: doing squats. (gasps) Back in England, he uh, he goes back to England... um, He keeps uh, running for office. Okay. So there he is. Wow. He loses twice more. He just keeps losing. Nobody apparently likes him. Right. Then in 1957, he's finally elected uh, to parliament as an MP for uh, Wensbury for the Cooperative Labor Party. In 1959, he goes back to Rhodesia. Or sorry, he goes to Rhodesia. He'd been in Uganda. He goes to Rhodesia, and he gives a speech to 1,500 members of the Southern Rhodesia African Congress and he said he was against a federation run by whites and asked them to have patience. Quote, I ask you to particularly not use violence, have pride in your country, and do not do anything of which you might be ashamed. And because he said that, the white people were fucking livid.
0: He's saying that to the white people? No, he's saying that to the, the black people. Right. He's, he's like, like don't, don't do anything
1: crazy. Right. Don't use violence. And the white people were like, fuck you! <laughs>
0: Really yeah. out of character for the whites. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Is this the first time that's happened? I've never heard of this.
1: The most so rational strange. people yeah. on earth Normally occasionally. so balanced and helpful. Yeah.
0: Headlines
1: scream, MP tells Africans we are with you. So they're just fucking mad. <laughs> so m-
0: that's like, that's terrible. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Um, they're also mad that that night he had dinner with three black guys. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? In
0: Africa. Unbelievable.
1: At midnight, he was woken up and told he had been declared a prohibited immigrant.
0: How was your fucking dinner? (laughs) Worth it? Get out, you fool. Hope it was lovely.
1: Um, So they put him on a plane that night. uh, Get out. Leave. He's sent
0: back to England. Go back to England.
1: Now, uh, so he goes back to his life in England. He's an MP. He's still taking long swims at Southampton and disappearing. Oh, my
0: Lord, we've lost him again.
1: No, baby. It would always scare the Barbara and the kids. They'd always Uh, be freaked out. Well,
0: the kids, because of Barbara, they weren't just like instinctually. She was like, kids, listen, your father's dead again. I'm 100%. It's been an hour and a half. (laughs) Mommy? Yes, we need to move on. Hug your teddy, Uh, that's your daddy now. Mummy, wasn't he dead last week? Yes, he died last (laughs) week and the week prior. Oh, he's so dead this time, (laughs) though. I know I keep sounding that bell quickly,
2: but move on. He's gone. When is he going to start just swimming parallel to the beach? (laughs) Stop going out, you fucking idiot. Just... (laughs)
0: Probably he probably got a laps. kick out of it. Probably made him feel great.
4: He'd
0: come back, <laughs> be like, "Oh my god, that's right! Another miraculous battle achieved. How did you do it? I fought off all the water again, darling. Yes, yes, it's me. How great am I now?"
2: Do you think that's why he didn't get voted in for a long time? They're like, what are you like doing? And he's like, swimming in England? And they're like, you're fucking mental, mate. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> we can't have you. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be trusted. <laughs> so
1: in 1964, after 13 years of Tory rule, uh, Harold Wilson became the new Labour Prime Minister. John was made Parliamentary Labour Secretary to the Minister of Aviation. So he's responsible the for minister. promoting export of aircrafts and uh, aircraft technologies. He spent time in Saudi Arabia trying to get a contract uh, there. He met with government representatives in Czechoslovakia. Hmm. Um, So after this, John was made the undersecretary for State of the Colonies. That's you guys. Whoa. While he was the undersecretary, he enjoyed rescuing nations and acting as a benevolent representative of the mother country. So helping out the, you know, the dirty little colonies. Right.
0: Okay. Thanks for putting it like that.
1: In 1960s. Would would you have
0: two gin and tonics there? Yeah. Is that what you're rocking? I'm rocking gin and tonics. That is out of character.
1: I want to talk about it after the show.
2: He heard how I beat COVID. Yeah. there's only one way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in
1: 1967, he was then promoted to postmaster general. There he is with the queen, looking at stamps.
0: She's not interested. Though. Oh, shut the fuck up, would you? <laughs> and you see, this one's actually two p, which is twice as much as the one p one. Is that, Your Majesty, Your Majesty? You've got that glazed over look again. <laughs> fuck off! I'd just like to walk you through this now. This will probably blow your mind a bit. Put the crown on to keep your brain inside your head. This is stuff <laughs> is worth three p, Your Majesty. Three p. Look at that. And it's a bird. Isn't that amazing? No,
1: it's not. These are fucking stamps.
0: I could talk to you all day about stamps, Your Majesty.
1: Please don't.
0: I love our chats. I don't. And this goes on the envelope, you understand?
1: Yes, I fucking know what a fucking stamp is. And then that would be
0: mailed. (laughs) And the (laughs) postman would identify whether that was enough postage. Now, if it were to get even more complicated... I would recommend a trip to the post office now let's say you want to use 5p (laughs) why there's not a 5p stamp you're saying well let me assure you of something there you're just a little math problem away from solving that (laughs) take a 2p and a 3p you're right where you want to be
1: john came up with the idea of second class stamps but then the position was abolished As the post office became a publicly owned corporation.
0: Bloody hell. In in
1: 1968, John was called to meet Prime Minister Wilson because John had been accused of being a spy
2: for Czechoslovakia.
0: Mm. We want you to put this plane in your airport.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No one will notice. Uh, I know how many stamps it's going to take this to get the there. It's the only
0: way to get it there. <laughs> but if only someone knew the postage, actually, <laughs> I might be able to just come in service for that. Uh,
1: he was accused of of selling uh, a communist Czechoslovakia confidential information about aviation secrets. Sure. So John just denied it, and then the prime minister never brought it up again. He's like, "All right."
0: Well, that's a better time. <laughs> Did you do this? No. Well, sorry to keep you all chap. <laughs> On your way! What a good bloke.
1: 1970, so. Labour lost the general election, and uh, they were back in opposition. John became a strong advocate for an independent Bangladesh. Now, Bangladesh's independence fight was brutal, it was very fucking bloody, but in December 1971, they, they won victory. Okay. became independent. Now, John, and so he made a lot of connections in the, the, the Bangladeshi world. At that point. Sure. John was always uh, worried about money because an MP salary he didn't think was enough to take care, of his, take care of his little family, which are now three. Oh. So, yeah. So now he had uh, three kids. He now, uh, now he's no longer uh, in government. He's um, using his connections to set up businesses. Uh, That's understood. Different businesses. Yeah. Different businesses like uh, X, one is called Expert Promotion, another one Consultancy Services, oh Global MX, so just a bunch of different businesses. Oh, is he the first
2: wanker? <laughs> 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 Incredible. Now you've spoiled it. <laughs>
0: now I know where we're going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> And he was very instrumental in starting a new Bangladeshi bank called BBT. The Bangladesh. The Bangladesh. <laughs>
2: <Yes.
1: laughs> he had tons of, uh, tons of connections with uh, Bangladeshi living in, in Britain. So in 1974, the Labour Party wins back control by just one seat. But John is not invited back hmm. by Wilson. Wilson publicly said he's not happy with how John performed as Postmaster General.
0: The Queen hated him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Now you as... see... <laughs> Let's say something costs 7p to mail. Quite a conundrum, you think, eh? You could use, say, three 2p stamps. You could use a 1p stamp, a 2p stamp, and in addition to three. You could use three twos, two threes, or six ones. Do you understand?
2: No, the problem he was still explaining it, but in a butcher's voice. Two P steps! (laughs) Wait, buddy, fuck the queen's here, relax. (laughs) Five P steps.
0: Put them on the scale.
2: (laughs) Some guy at home.
0: I told you he should have been a butcher.
2: He still got the knife. That was quite menacing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: You want to send something? <laughs> <laughs> no, we love your stories of stamps.
1: But aside from what the, what the prime minister said, the spy rumors were still out there. Hmm. They were still like, that's why he's not back in government. Interesting. And then there started to be issues with the British Bangladesh Bank. He'd helped set up. It was, so he, only 10% was supposed to come from the directors, of which he was one, but he had put tons of money into it, so it's, overfund- it's overfunded by himself and his companies. Hmm. So now the authorities are looking into it, and he has to scramble to come up with money to put in the bank so he can pull his money out. So it's, wow. it's just a fucking shit That's how
0: shit. we run banks in the States now, though, yeah. pretty much. it's yeah. totally fine. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: So he's flying all over the world and he's making, trying to make deals and trying to get loans and trying to do different stuff. Jesus. He's fully, fully fucking panicked. He's really freaking out. No um, money is taking...
2: problems, you know. You imagine owning a bank and you're like, fuck, I need some cash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ, people want money? Uh, I'll be right back.
2: <laughs> Keep
0: them busy till I'm back.
2: Mate, Where I know you? it's a new job you've got, but you have butchered this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, he, tar- he starts taking a sedative called Mandrax. That's right. Which is also known...
0: <laughs> oh, Oy! fuck yeah. ...as Quaaludes. Well, <laughs> to be fair, there's nothing that Quaaludes don't make easier. <laughs> Certainly when it comes to running a bank, like, you know, those Quaaludes ought to help me get through this.
2: He's wow. like, Meth that's, you know... It's got meth in it, aqua. I love the water.
0: <laughs> well, that's why he was gone for two yeah. hours. <laughs> he is dying. What did you think of that? He's now drowning on land. <laughs> Quaaluding.
1: And they don't make Quaaludes anymore because no, I can they tell you from good. experience,
0: they were too fun. They were too fucking good. They were too They were fun. like, we made the best thing ever. We got to be d- done with it. What did they do? What do Quaaludes do? It's
1: just fucking giddiness. Like, it's just um, It's not
0: fair. They're out there somewhere. Yeah, they've got to be.
1: Somewhere. <laughs> uh, he was also at the same time taking the Benzo Mogadon, so he's on Benzos and Quaaludes. Jesus, Jesus we Christ. Which, he looks
0: like such a normal guy. I know. The stamp conversation probably took a turn. And then, of course.
1: And he's yeah. taking... He's doing the Rush Limbaugh thing, which is going to a bunch of different doctors and getting more and more prescriptions. Right. So he's, he's doctor shopping. Yeah, yeah, doctor shopping. He's yeah. doing tons of doctor shopping. So bank auditors and inspectors are looking to his business. Uh, they're, they're looking at all the records now.
0: By the way, can I just say, I really like the injection of quaaludes into the story. <laughs> yeah. It feels like now something's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, in July, inspectors wrote, quote, by mid-July, it was clear to Mr. Stonehouse that the game was up and his countermeasures bore the mark of desperation. Mm. He was becoming paranoid and anxious.
0: A little Quaalude will help with that. <laughs> Nothing a little Quaalude can't solve.
1: He called Manor Hospital in Walsall and said he had money to distribute to young widows. And needed the names of some widows.
0: No. What? what it's the just fuck? a guy looking for
1: widows. Yeah. <laughs> what could
0: be the problem? Um, all right, we've got the widow list for you, friend. Like, well, who the fuck is giving that out? I would like
4: a list of widows, Absolutely.
0: please. Absolutely. One second here. All right. How many do you need? Oh God, I need them all. All right. I got need all the widows. Barbara Stansdale. She's on Hawthorne Road. All right. Cassie Beatrice. She's really grieving.
4: They wanted me to be a butcher.
0: Sorry?
1: Butcher.
0: Butcher? They,
1: they wanted me to be a butcher.
0: Let me just get through the list. Then you can communicate what you're trying <laughs> to say to me. How's that?
1: Right. All right. Let me pop a couple of Quaaludes first. <laughs>
0: I'll just keep talking to you then, shall I? Yes. Keep the list of names going, yes? Yes. Fantastic. Yell yes. if
1: one's prettier.
0: All right. I, I guess now's the time to ask why you need the widow list again. You want to give them money? Yeah, I want to give them money. Right. Well, your story checks out. Let's keep going. Let's hit the C's now, shall we? Angie write. Gosh, she's sad. And a lot of these, we're not sure if they're dead. Their husbands could be swimming in the ocean. <laughs> Bit of that going around, isn't there?
2: When I, when I was a little kid, my mum told me that people die in alphabetical order and I could check the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Mum, how does oh, that God. happen? Yeah. Why didn't I you mean, call me Zion Zakowski?:
1: <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Your your parents are really the best.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Uh, now he got the list, and on Saturday morning he visited the widow of Donald Clive Mildoon, and they talked. And at some point he asked her if she'd ever gone abroad, oh, and she no. said yes. This we, uh, we went to Australia in 1971. So besides having a conversation with Donald Clive Muldoon's widow, he also had a conversation with the widow of Joseph Markham. Oh, boy. And then sometime after that, John got the birth certificates of Clive Muldoon and Joseph Markham.
0: Okay. Uh, Taking a very bad turn. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I don't think he wants to take these women on trips. And then he got a
1: passport in Markham's name.
0: What the? F- uh, it's not good. Is he still looting it up? Yeah, looting it up. Yeah.
1: You oh. mean trying to get the money and? St-
2: looting: Oh yeah, no, he's <laughs>
1: fully on quailudes and he's, he's Yeah, he's one of a Passports
2: in different names. Is this the born identity? Yeah. Is this, is, <laughs> yeah. When they found him out in the ocean, he was just <laughs> swimming.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, swimming, shot, (laughs) floating. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's swimming. (laughs) That's a great way to remember it. You mean that early scene where he was swimming?
1: (laughs) Um, He opens two bank accounts. Sure. Under Markham's name. Sure.
0: Probably not at the Bangladesh Bank, I would guess.
1: And starts depositing money, saying he was considering emigrating to Australia. This guy, Joseph Markham. He, was, he deposited around $20,000. He got an American Jesus. Express card from having the bank account. He opened a Swiss bank account with checks from John Stonehouse. So he deposited checks from himself. He wrote checks from himself to Joseph Markham and deposited
2: them in Swiss bank. Okay. And this is all on quaaludes. <laughs> yeah, it's actually... Pre-
0: I mean, He's doing well. I, again, whoever, this fucking guy who was like, he should be a butcher's apprentice. It's like, dude, this guy yeah. is going to
2: commit bank fraud on lose. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> you no longer tell people what job placement is going. I once got, got so drunk I couldn't mentally keep up with a 30 for 30 documentary. And this guy is... <laughs> Which one? It was an ice hockey one. I was like, what well, oh, three periods? That. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know quarters and halves. Fuck this. No, yeah. you can't even figure out offsides in that fucking sport. I've got to lie down. It
0: right. says the guy who got drunk playing Halo with a baby yeah. on an ottoman. Yeah. Never seen Dave empathize yeah. so hard with anything. Oh, you can't figure that out if you <laughs> Nick, you're a hero for trying. A couple of days later,
1: Private Eye Magazine, which was apparently a big magazine. I looked it up. Private Eye Magazine uh-huh. wrote, quote, Two Labour MPs are at present under investigation by the Special Branch for their connections with an East European Embassy. I should point out that the Czech Embassy, which covers espionage and dirty tricks for the whole Soviet bloc, allocates twenty thousand a month for those who might prove useful.
0: If you're gonna commit bank fraud with oh. bad checks on the I feel like Czechoslovakia yeah. is just so obvious.
1: But this is this is A message. So someone is directly saying, we know you just deposited $20,000. It's literally...
0: In the spy magazine. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they're putting a message in this fucking magazine. Yeah, Yeah. don't
2: deposit the exact amount they've given you for the crime. It's like robbing a bank for a couple million dollars and then depositing the exact same amount in another (laughs) bank.
0: Yeah. And plus private iMag... Like, is anyone like, hey, don't print that?
1: (laughs) No, well...
2: It is
0: like a dog whistle-based? I they're think it's a, Yeah, right, they're, okay. they're trying
1: to, yeah. Right. Um, so But he, if he doesn't
0: read it, they're like, damn it. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> put it on his porch. <laughs> Bloody hell, put it on his chest when he's having a lewd nap.
1: He had money transferred to a branch in Melbourne. And then on August 10th, he won his... N- parliamentary seat Jesus, by a large margin. Who the margin. fuck
0: is voting for I mean honestly?
1: <laughs> On the nineteenth he withdrew sixty thousand from his John Stonehouse accounts, then as Markham he shipped
2: a metal trunk
1: of belongings to Australia.
0: Well we've all done that.
2: Wow. <laughs> he works he worked for the post office. That's unnecessary luggage weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you could send a lot more if the trunk's not metal. Well, <laughs> i put one three here. How many more did you
0: say that I needed?
2: How long have I been at the post office? My wife is getting worried. <laughs> yeah. what, what, is,
0: what is his wife up? I mean, his wife is like, gosh, John, you've seemed a bit distant lately.
2: She, she
1: gen- genuinely thinks everything's okay. He's just a little stressed over money, Like, but she thinks She's everything's seen, fine. She's not seeing
0: bottles of quaaludes anywhere. She's
1: not queuing into anything. I mean, there's a little bit of like.
0: Sounds like a butcher's arguing. apprentice to me. <laughs>
1: In November, in early November, John uh, flew to Miami, and uh, he was going to the Miami Bank to discuss them buying stock in BBT. So the next day, he drives to the airport, and he buys a ticket. So when he's in Miami, Mm -hmm. he drives to the airport. He buys a ticket to Houston under the name George Lewis.
2: Doesn't need to. Does he need to do that? Or is he just, no. And that's
0: a new name.
1: Yeah, it's just a totally new name. He's
0: when just he... now... <laughs> he's just, like, looting himself yeah. into different people. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that it was that easy back then, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no they one were like, checked. Huh?
1: No one checked. I yeah, don't that's think what you I mean,
0: need though. ID. To just, I know. It's amazing to just be like... It's like getting on a bus. I mean, I would have just done that for fun. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm Frank Timmons. All right, Frank. And
2: what seat would you like? Yeah. Five. All right,
0: Frank. <laughs> there you are.
2: When he he was in Miami, did he get a montage like Scarface? He deserves it. (laughs) He does. He's going to the bank, opening businesses. Yeah. Push it through the limits.
1: So he buys a suitcase and clothes, and he puts them in a luggage locker along with the Markham passport.
0: He's being a bit erratic, Dave.
1: He took the clothes to the hotel beach and hid them in a phone kiosk. We've all done that,
0: yeah. I mean, that's a great place to hide your clothes. He takes a
1: set of clothes and he puts them. It's called the Superman. (laughs) And then he goes to the meeting he was supposed to go to.
0: I'm sure he was in a normal state when he showed up to the meeting. They were probably like, "This guy's fine and normal." Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Where are your clothes? Don't worry, I put them in a phone booth. Hi, I'm George Lewis. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm John Lewis. Ah. So they do not buy stock. What? <laughs> <laughs> Pitch probably went real quick.
1: After he goes to the beach, he changes into a swimsuit. He goes to the beach.
0: I'll be back it- in two hours.
1: And he goes, to- yeah, he goes to one of his famous swims. Uh huh. And he-, he, left his- he left his shirt and his shoes out on the beach and then went into the water. Uh huh. And he swam over to where he had stashed his clothes. What and changed What the fuck is going on? And then he went out to the road and hailed a taxi And went to the airport
0: If someone is watching him they're like What the fuck is like? It seems like he's got an amazing plan But really he's just looted up Just like now for a costume change What's he doing? I don't need those shoes anymore
1: So he goes to the airport. He gets the suitcase that he left there, Uh and he flies
0: to Houston. I'm John Lewis. And
1: then he flies to Mexico City.
0: That's right, under a different name.
1: Now the plan was to catch a a plane to Sydney.
0: What is why go? Why is he going to these places?
1: In Mexico City, but he missed it by a couple hours, and then the next flight
0: that's called lewd late. (laughs) And the next
1: flight was a week later.
0: Wow, what a different oh, wow. time That's when wow.
1: planes went once a week Yeah So He flies and said to Los Angeles Of
0: course I'm going to be an actor <laughs> <laughs> And now he's kind of losing it And he <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me this might get bizarre soon? Oh. Oh, I, can, I
2: can say Cracks Foreman
0: uh, Can you display some evidence Of why he's losing it
1: His plan's falling apart It's plan So in LA he calls Barbara
0: Hey I'm almost back to shore
1: Well she said That it is garbled and short And he said he couldn't take it anymore
0: Okay pretty clear <laughs>
1: Now, he had planned to be in Los Angeles after Miami, so it wasn't weird that he was calling from Los Angeles. So she didn't know that he had just faked his death in Miami. Oh,
0: what the fuck? Oh, my God. By the way, you're, I might be calling you to hit on you, right? Very quickly. You're a bit of a widow. <laughs> My name is John Lewis. Gosh, you seem good.
1: So at this point, he decides to go back to London. Mm -hmm. So he flies to Atlanta. And then, of course, and then to Miami. Right,
0: of course, a normal, right.
1: And then goes back to the hotel, Mm -hmm. and no one knew he'd been missing. Yeah. So he goes back to his room (laughs) and just goes to sleep. So he's not dead. No. No, he, no, no. Absolutely no one knew or cared yeah. that he was gone. So
0: he kind of just expected someone to be like, Whose shoes are these? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this
1: he must man's be dead. dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this man died. Shoes and a shirt? That is so much to go through yeah. to not actually fake your own death. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've seen this CSI Miami. Yeah, it's, uh...
0: right, right. <laughs>
1: So when he woke up, uh, he said the reality of his life, quote, the horror of it hit me like a (laughs) sledgehammer. So. Where did he go? He got his Markham clothes. Ah. And then he went and took a swim in the ocean.
0: I mean, honestly, the only thing that makes sense about this guy is the amount of time he wants to spend in the ocean.
1: And then it hit him. Quote. A boat.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> now he's really dead
1: Quote, I could definitely see it all clearly now Stonehouse must definitely die
0: Well, I mean, mm. didn't he already come to that realization? He already tried mm. to kill himself the day before Yeah, but
1: now he really knows I it I got yeah.
0: a good idea yeah. I should fake my own death again <sighs> yeah. This time for real Stonehouse must die
2: First step, fly to Samoa for no reason
0: Yeah <laughs> ...via
2: Detroit.
0: I'm going to leave a sombrero in the beach. They'll know who it belongs to. I'll write my name on it. Yes. That's, how,
2: that's how looted up he is. He goes for a swim in Miami. They're yeah. like, that man must be dead. <laughs> Nobody would ever swim here in Miami. <laughs>
0: okay, so he gets oh, out of the ocean... This is most of how the stories begin. Most he
1: goes around to where he hid his clothes. He goes out to the road and hails a taxi. And then he goes to the airport. Fuck there, yeah. There are no flights to California, so he takes one to Chicago.
2: Well, That's pretty close <laughs> to what I just said. Yeah, and and then, Starts with a C. Yeah,
0: if he goes to Samoa.
1: <laughs> and then from there he flies to San Francisco. North. While he's on the plane. He Does he
0: cr- know how to get back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's not going
0: back. Okay. He cries
1: on the plane. Sure. And he goes in the bathroom and he's crying and he's upset and he yelled at himself in the mirror. Uh huh. He lands in San Francisco. Uh huh. He goes to one of the fanciest hotels there. Sure. And he said he felt like he had to cut the umbilical cord with himself.
0: What? I mean, for fuck, like. Okay.
2: That's obviously before men went to the births. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's not still attached, mate. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so he buys a ticket
2: back to Miami.
0: <laughs> I, what I really you're telling me
2: he doesn't have a montage. This is montage.
0: I just want to see one of those yeah. like map graphics with <laughs> the yeah. plane.
2: Yeah, it's where in the world is Carmen San Diego? yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then he flew back to Miami. Again, no one at the hotel noticed he had been gone. (laughs) And then he had faked his death.
0: (laughs) But I feel like he doesn't understand that you need to, like, make people realize you're like, you blow up a car that you're in or something. He's just going into the ocean and expecting a lifeguard to be like, he's been gone for a while. Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) He's, He's not doing it very
0: well. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And he's taking a lot of flights.
1: A lot of flights. Right.
0: (laughs) To not be considered dead.
1: So at this point, he decides to fly back (laughs) to (laughs) London. And he lands in London and he goes straight to his office to the House of Commons and just acted like everything was normal. Awesome. So he
0: just went on like a two-week like fake his own it death was like tour. like five days. And he went on fake his own death. It didn't work twice, so he visited most big cities and then he just came back and went to work.
2: That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. How was the trip, mate? Trips. Yeah. It was trips. Multiple. You feel relaxed, John? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose... <laughs>
1: Uh Now the reason he might have come back Was because two days later It was Barbara and John's 26th wedding anniversary
0: (laughs) I got you me (laughs) (laughs) I got you what we call lasso pearls They celebrated At their favorite restaurant And had dinner I don't remember much of it
1: she says she had absolutely no idea wow. there were any financial troubles or that he was having any sort of mental health problems.
0: She th- and he would go for a swim and she'd freak out. And then he's doing all this and she's like, yeah. gosh, we're hitting that <laughs> lovely patch. On the 19th. Look at how looted up he is in that picture. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Get the olive oil, baby.
2: Let's go to the fucking airport. Yeah. <laughs> you want to die with
1: me? On the 19th, he flew back to Miami.
0: Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call in advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy After it, let's see you there. Well, is there a reason why it has to happen in Miami? <laughs> no, he's just like that's where I see myself faking my own death. I want to have always envisioned it there.
1: <laughs> this this time he went with a business partner, Jim Charlton.
0: Now I'm going to go for a swim, Jim. <laughs> If I'm not back in two hours. I mean, really, the whole thing is he's trying to fake his own death in the ocean, and his wife kept thinking he was dying in the ocean. He just needs to take his wife, who freaks out every time he goes in the fucking ocean. That's right. But instead, he just does it alone, and now he's like, I'll bring a friend. I mean, she knows he's stressed out. Sure, but I mean, there's a difference between stressed out and like, well, I tried to kill myself twice and came up with three fake names, but. Where do you she... want to eat for our big anniversary, babe? She was
1: hoping Jim would be there to help him, calm him down with the business stuff. So on, number tw- on November 20th, John went for a swim around sunset.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And he did not return. For five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, his friend went to check on him in his room No answer
0: It'd be then, great if he was in the room
1: <laughs> Then they found his clothes on the beach mm. Right, so he had a friend They were like, this time. boy,
0: there's a lot of his clothes on the beach <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember having three sets of outfits, but He's got two pairs of sandals, a regular pair of shoes Two hats, five shirts Who's <laughs> was John Lewis
1: <laughs> And then the police were called after two days the FBI was called. John had hopped on a flight to San Francisco, then <laughs> flown to Honolulu. Wow. Where he was Honolulu. staying where he was staying in a hotel in Waikiki. And from there he called his secretary
0: Sheila. Hello, Sheila. It's the ghost. Um, <laughs> any messages? <laughs> really? I'll call him back, yes. I uh, know. I died in Miami three days ago. Or um,
2: well, maybe you meant to like the Aussie slang. That's how they knew something was wrong. So I like, g'day, Sheila. She's yeah. like, "Well, that's <laughs> I'm Margaret." That's <laughs> g'day, Sheila. <laughs> so she
1: said he sounded distraught, incoherent. <laughs> Any and Any reason why? No.
0: Oh, okay.
2: This is the most stressed man who just goes Hawaii, Miami, Miami, Hawaii. He's going to all these nice places. Really like, nice yeah. places. With quaaludes, and he's having a shit time.
0: Yeah. It is a bummer. If you can't have a good
1: time in Waikiki, you're fucked up. (laughs) But he told her, he told Sheila, don't call my family and tell them.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I think if you fake your own death, part of the thing is you shut down communication. You don't just pick, like, a few people you're going to (laughs) call and then sort of shield your wife from it. Hello, Sheila. Look, people will probably be wondering if I'm dead. And if they are, I am. Anyone ring has the queen.
1: (laughs) And then he flew to Sydney and then to Melbourne.
0: Yeah, he's a great guy. He
1: He had all the paperwork that he needed to immigrate. The immigration officer stamped his papers and said, quote, you are one of us now. Congratulations. Another really fucking, rigorous, another fucking criminal. And then,
0: it, by the way, it took us like four hours to get through the airport five days ago, and this guy just brought like one piece of paper, and they're like, "Wow, ah, you're a citizen now, mate." <laughs> that's right, I am. Thank you so much. You're going back on the plane? No, sorry. Gosh, us Aussies sure have a bad sense of direction, don't we? So that's why they're going it Down Under, probably. Christ Almighty, is the floor, the floor pattern always movable? Seems a bit melty, doesn't it, mate?
1: Uh, mate, you're holding up the line.
0: Oh, the line. <laughs> Let me ask you something, licorice fingers. Could you move along, sir? i move along when the carpet begins to settle. <laughs> you know, should have been a What do you reckon the ocean's thinking? <laughs> oh, no I died in Miami three times last <laughs> week. <laughs> anyway, what's the fun stuff to do in Waikiki?
1: I would love it if he was still in a swimsuit the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, for <from> Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so his bank account has $24,000 in it. Ooh, that's some good news, isn't it? Forgot about that. And remember, this is under the name Joseph Markham, so he tries to now open up a name under Clive Muldoon's name, but he doesn't have a passport for Muldoon. He tells him at the bank he's moving to New Zealand. So basically what he does is he ends up walking a bunch of times between three banks, trying to get business done, move money around in two days, within two days of arriving. So all the bank managers are like, what in the fuck is this guy doing? (laughs) And they call the police. Oh, um, why? I wonder. And there is, it's nothing in the Australian papers about him dying. So he has no... There's no internet, so he has, he has no idea what in the fuck is happening.
0: What do you mean? He, he doesn't know that
1: He doesn't know what's happened with the reports of his death. Like, did they... Do How they do think he's dead? How do you not follow up on that? He can't. He's in Australia. If there's no newspapers that are reporting it, then how's he supposed to know?
0: Well, that's, again, why you do a big... You know... Again, I just picture uh, a car exploding. Just would be great. we <laughs> would really work effectively.
1: I mean, they're, they're, there's reports in the, the U.S. papers are following right. it, sort of. They don't right. really care. but he has
0: no clue. But he, who is he going around as now? He is
1: sometimes Clive Muldoon and sometimes <laughs> Joseph Markham.
0: Okay. But, so, but he's acting like he has died. Yeah. What? He's acting like he has died. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's but he just new... doesn't know if it's confirmed. Yes. <laughs> I'm beginning to see the uh, Quaalude thread in this a little bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so... He flies to Perth, then to Singapore, Bangkok, and then to
0: Copenhagen. What the fuck? Why? why? He spent
1: four days wandering around Copenhagen looking for English newspapers to find out what was going on with his death.
0: (sighs) It's just exhausting. Couldn't he just call his office as someone else? Hello, my name is uh, Bishop McCallan. I am uh, is he in?
1: Maybe, maybe he couldn't do accents, so maybe he calls up and he's like, it's a spicy meatball, huh? <laughs> and they don't know what that means. Nobody does. Or he calls up and he goes,
0: hello, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> You're enabling. <laughs>
1: But he is horrified to read the stories about what everyone's saying.
0: So he does find a story in Copenhagen? Yes. In an English paper. I feel like he could have found an English paper somewhere closer. I mean, he was looking in Australia, but he couldn't find it
1: anywhere. He couldn't find anything that had anything about it. I
0: mean, it's like there's a close connection. It feels like he could have found out.
1: Yeah. So so, um, a week after he disappeared, Barbara told the press the FBI thought he had
0: drowned. Quote, I saw this coming <laughs> Ever since the first time He went swimming I knew it The FBI
1: quote
2: It was pretty obvious to us Yeah, yeah. Three shoes, two hats, five shirts <laughs> <laughs> that We know is, what we're dealing with <laughs> That is one dead guy That's out there. one drowned individual
1: <laughs> I mean he looks like he j- drowned Four or five times
0: out here <laughs> uh, If I didn't know any better
1: She also said, Barbara said, rumors that their 26-year marriage was on the rocks were, quote, thoroughly distasteful, offensive, and utterly untrue.
0: Oh, we've never been stronger.
1: And there were now also, the papers were reporting financial troubles. Hmm. She said, that's not true. John's a man of integrity. Of course. (laughs) So John was then declared dead, presumed drowned. Mm -hmm. Nobody was found. Barbara and the kids are devastated, but they're like, he took fucking long swims. Like, that was his thing. That's
0: how I knew it. I tried to warn him.
1: A minute's silence <laughs> uh, was held at the Houses of Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> and then a Bangladesh lawyer claimed one million was missing from a Bangladesh relief fund, and John was one of three trustees. Hmm. The Observer wrote, quote, asked to explain why he believes this, Mr. Huck shrugs and says
2: he cannot prove anything.
0: Interesting. <laughs>
2: I don't know. He went to Miami three times in a day and a half? <laughs> it seems a little weird.
0: <laughs> a he kept saying goodbye forever when he took
2: <laughs> off.
1: The British press then went full-on British press hysteria. The Guardian.
0: Enemies may have killed Sternhouse. <laughs> Just enemies, may, I mean, so they just were like, I mean, it's amazing how effect this dude is on fucking quaaludes, and they're just like, gosh, how deep does this go?
1: <laughs> the Daily Mirror quote: "There has been suggestions he's been kidnapped.
0: We think he's still alive, now, but there, being held hostage. There's so much by merpeople, people there's so underwater much. near Atlantis." <laughs> No. How?
1: (laughs) There's so much media uh, going after the family that John's secretary, Sheila Buckery, sets up a desk in their front room just to deal with media. And Barbara said she kept finding the kids just sitting on the stairs crying and they can't leave their house. The The Daily Mail wrote that John was pompous and too wealthy. Hmm. Imagine the Daily Mail writing that someone is so weird. Yeah. (laughs) The Sun said John may be, quote, a victim of a mafia plot. They're just making shit up. Yeah, they have no clue. They have no fucking clue. They're just completely making shit up. The Daily Mail called John Mr. Fix-It and said he'd made over a million in commissions from Bangladesh contracts. Papers wrote that Barbara had taken out a crazy amount of life insurance. A reporter learned John was running a flat in Westminster and read Barbara a list of women's names who lived there.
0: Hmm. Now,
1: that one was true. Right. And one of those names was his secretary, Sheila Buckley. So Barbara calls to find Sheila. And she goes to this flat. And there she talks to a neighbor. And she learns that John had helped a woman move out at the end of October. And asks her description. It's clearly Sheila. Sheila but she can't find Sheila. That's because oh, Sheila boy. Here we go. Uh, was now in Copenhagen. Oh, oh of course, Helping Rating him the... find papers.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: She went to see John. John had called Sheila and said, quote, they won't let him die. Why won't they let him die?
0: <laughs> and she's like, I should get involved in this. Yeah. This sounds perfect. Are they, is there something going on? Yeah. Okay. She's talking about,
1: um, he was obviously talking about himself. Right. (laughs) He wanted her to come to Denmark. I think I killed myself. He wanted her to come come to Denmark. She said, after he said, if she didn't, he would go to London. She's like, okay, I'll fucking come because you're in deep shit.
0: Yeah. Going back to London right now? (laughs) I think I can pull it off. I just need some of my super pill. (laughs) I could do anything with super pills.
1: (laughs) She flew there and met him at the airport. And now he's just doing nothing to disguise himself. And there's people getting off the plane from England. No one's recognizing him, though. This is when she learned he was going by the name Markham and was going to live in Australia.
0: Don't worry. Call me Markham. I'm an Aussie now.
1: And then he also said he was Clive Mildoon.
0: Also, call me Clive Mildoon. I have two names.
1: After a day together, she flew back to London and he went back to Australia... Where he took out a three-month lease On a flat on Flinders Street And then he just oh, started wow. living his life A few days later, Barbara tracked down Sheila Quote, from the look in her eyes She was terrified B- Barbara was No, Sheila's terrified
0: she was, Yeah, she's like, uh, yeah, I know, it sucks How are we going to move on without him I'm sure he's in a better Well, maybe not a better place, but he's somewhere different That's for sure He's certainly not in Copenhagen looking for papers Is Flinders
2: Street nice? Well, then it so, looked pretty good. Yeah. It's a bit different now.
1: <laughs> she asked Sheila if they were having an affair, and Sheila just started sobbing. Um, yeah. no. <laughs> and then Barbara asked, then Barbara said, John has always had affairs, and he always
0: came back. And then. <laughs> I call, when he sleeps with others, it's like the ocean. <laughs> He'll be back just after everything's wet. <laughs> And then Sheila blurted out that she thought she was pregnant. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a pill bottle.
2: Imagine doing all of that. You've done all of those things Miami three times, Chicago, California, Mexico, Waikiki. Australia, back, Waikiki, Perth, Atlanta. Singapore. And you're like, I think I'm getting away with it. <laughs> and then
0: you And just... the mistress
2: is like, I think I'm pregnant. Fuck. <laughs> Tell them it's a ghost. <laughs> And then Barbara said,
1: "What? Quote: If John does turn up and you've gotten rid of it, it will make him very upset. He loves children.
0: What is Barbara? Is I, there's some problems with Barbara too? <laughs> I mean, for that, that's a crazy take. That is the craziest <laughs> of takes. Well, don't get rid of it. If he comes back, he'll be love. He'll love it." <laughs> Don't you see? It can all be okay still. I mean, that's all she's doing. It could be fine. It'll be okay, won't it? Could you put it in my tummy? Let's just keep pitching.
2: Is she on the lewds now? This sounds yeah, like she's yeah, on the ludes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been got... taking
0: his magic pills.
2: Keep it or the dead guy will be sad.
0: Do you understand? <laughs> Don't it... make the ghost angry. Yeah.
1: A couple of days later, The Sun reports that John has gotten a concrete overcoat from the mob. <laughs> what? It's, they put like
0: a, it's like a It fits yeah. pretty good, doesn't it?
1: It's heavy, but yeah, I like there it. There you go. It's very warm.
0: Try taking it for a swim, dumb shit. <laughs> there you go. Huh? How do you like that? It was a bad idea. <laughs> That's right.
2: Yeah. That's why he's jacked. It's all that heavy yeah. shit he's wearing. He's got a concrete coat and a fucking metal suitcase. <laughs>
0: hey, I think that might have been too heavy for him to swim with. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're gonna need to rethink this whole business model. Another
1: hey, Joe guy a Hair, get
0: in there, pull him out. All right, let me get on my concrete saving gear.
1: <laughs> oh no, no, no. A couple of days later the Daily Mirror called it a concrete coffin probe.
0: Uh, no, we've come back with our own evidence. It was not a jacket at all. They put him in a concrete coffin. Anyway. <laughs> job well done, I think. One more lewd, and we'll come up with the next story.
1: <laughs> so Barbara was asked to find some hair samples of John's <laughs> and send them to Florida.
0: No problem. <laughs> we got a lot, I kept a lot of his hair. We've got it. What, what? Would you like front or back?
1: So he's now being connected. To all he's being connected to the death of a Nigerian guy who <laughs> drowned in the Thames, and then the report. The, they start reporting John was being watched by the Secret Service for being a Czech spy. Some thought he'd swum to Cuba or not swum to Cuba, that he'd swum up to a Cuban submarine and then got on it and By went the to way, Cuba. By the way, swimming
0: to Cuba makes as much sense. Sorry, not swimming to Cuba. <laughs> he swam to a Cuban submarine and then <laughs> rode it like a skateboard
2: to Cuba. <laughs> <sighs> We're going to do it right here. And he's just barbecuing in cricket gear on Flinders Street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, I have fucking nailed this.
0: <laughs> Some telescopes have picked him up on the surface of the moon. Blah, 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 blah Gosh, he's a genius He's two steps ahead of everyone I think I'll have a poo in this bucket Gosh, how do we keep track of this one?
1: The Daily Mail wondered if he was working for the CIA Obviously Now back in Australia John went to the New Zealand bank And tried to open an account again And again, they told him he needed a passport He was trying to open one under Clyde's name.
0: Well, at least that that is good.
1: So, remember, the cops have been called. So (laughs) a police detective had talked to the banks, and they were now following John for like two or three hours a day just to see what he was up to.
0: Hmm. And he doesn't know, and he's just like, another shrewd move by me. (laughs)
1: Yeah, they're just, everyone's just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Because none of it makes sense. Yeah. So
0: they're just like, is he a
1: terrorist? Like, a criminal? What is he?
0: <laughs> if only they could just find the Quaaludes. <laughs> what oh, is he's a party he boy. To, it's like a brilliant plan to them. They're like, gosh, he's really, really doing well. Meanwhile, he's just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 woo <Woo-hoo. laughs> Why do you think he's spinning on his back in the park singing? <laughs> It's obviously a signal. He's sending something to one of the ships in the. I think it could be satellite based. Yes, yes. Yeah, there's something with that apple he's putting up his bum.
2: Woo! I'm an apple tree. That's where they got the sound of the modem later on. It's just (laughs) him. Gives me an idea. That's
1: for the older people in the crowd. <laughs> the younger people are like sound of a modem. It's unbelievable, disrespectful.
0: Um, <laughs> don't make us do fax jokes.
1: So he opened more accounts. At this
0: point, that's he... smart. Throw more accounts at this problem for sure. <laughs> that's the problem: is there's not enough accounts.
1: So at this point, he has seven accounts. Good. <laughs> in four banks under Great. two names.
0: Great. It's fine. And there's no way he's keeping these fucking uh, names straight.
1: No. I'm Jim Markham. Barbara.
0: Your name's Barbara? Barbara. Okay.
2: Sheila Barbara. Okay. I'm in the. Markham. I'm in the Air Force as a butcher of economics. No, I think- <laughs> Well, that'll let up.
0: If this ends with him working in a butcher shop. Ah. Uh,
1: so the cops quote, "We thought we had a big international criminal on our hands." And they're just intrigued. So they search his flat without a
0: warrant. If you can believe that. Come in, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Can we look around through everything? Ooh, who sent you? Space dog. Sure. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm going to wash my hair in the toilet. No,
1: he's not there. They just went in and searched his place. I know.
0: Oh.
2: We're having some fun.
1: (laughs) I just had to clear it up. Yeah, yeah.
2: That would Um, have been ludicrous.
1: (laughs) Quite ludicrous. (laughs) The cops also said, quote, he was never without his dark glasses and never without his hat. He was watching television. Well, in case he
0: wants to fake his own death on the fly. (laughs) Just throw it on the ground. Well, I've died again. (laughs) He passed away again.
1: Quote, he was watching television with his hat and glasses on
0: inside.
2: (laughs) Seems kind of... Because the future's too bright. You know what I mean? (laughs) That feels
0: Australian.
1: (laughs) As Clive Mildoon, he moved to an apartment... And he joined the Victorian Jazz Club and the local <laughs> chess club.
0: You're telling me this fucking dude is playing chess? <laughs> I mean, in a way, he sort of is. Yeah. yeah. Jazz? Chess <laughs> <I mean, laughs>
1: I'm going to move my queen into checkmate?
0: Uh, you're at jazz practice.
1: <laughs> uh, then I'm going to move my queen left and right and
0: back. <laughs> Hey, I like where this guy's going. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I died twice, maybe three times, on the beaches of Miami. Boom, 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 Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Waikiki is the place for boom, 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 if you want to die, just get rid of your shoes. Boom, ba- boom, 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 boom. Get in the little plane with lots of quaint losers. boom, 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 boom.
1: On Christmas Eve, he took a train to St. Kilda. Oh, no. To get some mail from an old address, after which he, quote, Accidentally bumped into... Himself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? I'm Miami, you. I like your style, me. Let's do it. As the police are like, what is happening?
2: Okie dokie. We've got to kill both of us. I need seven hats. (laughs) Eighteen shoes. (laughs) Let's run into each other and become Clive again.
0: You got a deal,
3: Johnny.
2: And still not the loosest unit in St. Kilda That's the
1: No, but what he said was that he accidentally stumbled into The red lights district (laughs) So as he bought a train ticket back to the CBD Three cops jumped on him Quote, Mr. Markham Don't Um, worry now, it's all over.
0: Maybe. (laughs) Yes, that's who I am. Dr. Markham.
1: Supposedly, at the St. Kilda police station, a cop asked him to drop
0: his pants. (laughs) You're going to pretend I'm dead, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. (laughs) Because they were looking
1: for a birthmark. Because a British aristocrat, Lord Lucan had disappeared after murdering his child 's nanny, who he had mistaken
0: for his wife i 'm sorry, okay, sorry well wow. I feel like I took a lewd um, <laughs> so one more, will you say what you said one more time so <laughs> sorry that i 'm getting they, a little confused
1: so he has <laughs> he has a birthmark uh-huh. in his genital area, and so they asked him to take off his pants right because they thought he might be this guy, right. Lord Lucan, who had disappeared after he killed his child's nanny, <clears throat> who he thought was his wife. Yeah. So he was, he was looking through a window, and he thought he saw his wife, and he, like, shot and killed her. But then he went in, and it was his nanny.
0: Oh, that's Which... a fun ending. <laughs> you killed the nanny. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I mean, oh, whoops. Oh, hi, hon. Oh.
1: Okay. So they think it's him because the well, world is looking for him. Right. Clive doesn't have a birthmark, though. So
0: they, the whole time they're following him, they they're, think it's, it's they're this chasing guy. this ca- So they're just like, hmm. And then yeah. he's like, I mean, him, he's like, I don't know what took you so long. I'm really inebriated. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, you're afraid of guy, mate. Yeah. Uh, what? You're not who we thought you were. <laughs> Okay. Let's see your dick. (laughs) Okay.
2: I know it's small, but I've been in the ocean a lot. Yeah. (laughs) More than most men.
0: (laughs) So they start... Keep (laughs) looking. (laughs) Keep looking.
1: They start grilling him, and they have his names from the bank. They're like, are you Clive Mildoon? (laughs) Are you Joe Markham? Why did you go to St. Kilda? He says nothing.
0: No, nothing. And then they (laughs)
1: say... We believe you are John
0: Stonehouse. Is that true? Who? (laughs) Who is that? (laughs) Sounds like a bit of a made-up name. I heard that guy left his clothes on the beach. He's clearly perished. And he says yes. Oh, man. Oh. Felt like he could have pushed back a little more.
1: Now, on New Year's Eve, Barbara and the kids are wrapping presents, and the phone rings.
0: Who's wrapping presents on New Year's <laughs> Eve? For <laughs> uh, next year's Christmas. <laughs> Ooh. Hopefully someone gets us a calendar next year. Could come in quite handy.
1: Jane answers, his daughter Jane, and she said, quote, Daddy, is that really you? And then Barbara grabs the phone. Come
0: with the ocean! (laughs) (laughs) There's
2: a place here called Tits. (laughs) I wouldn't have opened with that.
1: (laughs) John tells her he's in Melbourne at the (laughs) detention station. Good news!
0: I'm okay, kind of.
1: He's in a detention center and he asks her if she will come to Australia. So she's relieved, she's overjoyed. I can't believe
0: she's, like, it really is Uh, fucked up that she's like... You know, I mean, excited to see him.
1: Well, she thought he was dead.
0: I understand. That might have been better.
2: Your mistress has a child. Don't worry. I saved it. Don't worry. We're living (laughs) together. The BBC
0: picked (laughs) us up as a reality
2: show.
1: Moments later, a journalist showed up at the door and offered to pay for the trip for, uh, for an exclusive That's to her story. That's pretty convenient. That guy was what?
0: obviously like had a satellite dish in a van out front of Yeah, well, someone,
1: someone must yeah. have called him from Australia. Right. Yeah. Um, she had to take him up on it because John had emptied all of the money out of their accounts. Uh,
0: what about George?
1: <laughs> Clive put money in, so okay. it's complicated. All right,
0: fine, you're right.
1: So Barbara gets on the first flight she can that night. And she's with two reporters from the Daily Express. That's really weird. Well, they are paid.
0: They, I know, but yeah. still to be yeah. like, you yeah. sit middle. We'll just let's catch up. <laughs> Pretty long fucking flight, to be
2: honest.
1: It wasn't until she was sitting on the plane that she realized John had left and put them through a lot of pain, faking his death.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> He's not a good bloke going to have some stern words with him when I get down under.
0: I think I want a divorce.
1: <laughs> Who's not getting laid tonight?
2: Children, unwrap <laughs> one of the gifts. <laughs> <laughs> we shan't need that in 358 days. Please be a new
0: husband. Please be a new... No, a sweater. Lovely.
1: So she's like, who the fuck does that, right? What kind of person does this?
0: <laughs> it is very strange to have a breakthrough. Like, I mean, I yeah. guess it's like the level of trauma she's taking on. She's just like in denial the whole time. But for the flight to be where she's like, I don't think I want to make this trip. (laughs) By the way, pretty cramped in this little plane, isn't it? So she gets to the
1: airport, a police a police car takes her to the detention center. There's TV cameras.
0: When she sees John, he's Hey, (laughs) what have you been doing? I've been pretty good. I must have been crying. Oh, what happened?
1: <laughs> well, you, you died. You faked
0: I know. It's so crazy how I'm back now. I think we should just not
2: talk about this anymore. Move forward. There's a place in St. Kilda called Tits. Um, <laughs> I know. Crazy. I know where we should move. <laughs>
1: Uh, She said he was gray and thin, and she sat next to him on the bed, and he burst into tears. Quote, I have never seen him cry before. As he began to talk, I quickly realized that whatever anguish and misery I had suffered myself, his own problems preoccupied him intensely. Hmm. (laughs) So that's a nice way of her saying he did not ask about her. (laughs) Fair. I've been good. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a hearing, and he was given bail. They're being to by the media wherever they go. And John why. then decides to hold a press conference and has Barbara at his side.
0: What? The best part is I do have a scrotal birthmark. <laughs> Isn't that a funny twist? They didn't look under. <laughs> you got to lift him up to find the treasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's open it up to questions. By the way, I'm, I'm passing a hat around. Throw some money on that motherfucker. <laughs> You got to buy mama some more pearls.
1: Now, John uh, tells the press he's never going to return to the UK, the place that caused him so much pain. That
0: country <laughs> ruined me.
1: He called it, quote, a sick society.
0: It's disgusting what they're doing. They don't even have a tits.
1: <laughs> um, so he just ranted the whole time. <laughs>
0: I can only imagine. I mean, it to have footage of this.
2: (laughs) What a press conference. I mean... (laughs) In January,
1: newspapers were reporting John had been having a long-running affair with Sheila. Who? (laughs) The dead girl? Wow. (laughs) He continued to deny it, but when Barbara confronted him with the articles, John decided this was a good time... You write a book. Get his story out there. And Uh, Barbara said she would help.
0: Oh my god. I mean, being the author assigned to him, like, sorry. So who were you at this point? Mm. I'm not sure. I think I might have been George. Mm. Anyway, Stonehouse is dead. Or is he? (laughs) (laughs) That's where the shoes were. What shoes? (laughs) The shoes on the beach. And you're there? I'm in Waikiki. When did you go there? Afro-Mexico City, dumbass. Are you listening? It's pretty straightforward, okay? Keep up. I went back to the hotel, and I was alive again. <laughs> Wait, weren't you just alive there? That was Tuesday. This is Thursday.
1: Oh, fuck.
2: This is why they call me
1: a ghostwriter.
2: That's right. Okay. <laughs> When did you go to Hawaii? Before and after Miami. What? In
0: between Miami twice. <laughs> after Mexico City. Then I had San Fran. Had to stop by Chicago. <laughs> then I became an Australian as soon as I flew in. Are you even understanding? I think I need to get someone
2: who understands me a little bit better.
1: Oh, you know who understands me the best
2: of these little
0: pills. Hi, guy.
1: Oh, I
2: needed the newspaper, so of course I went to Denmark. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, at that point, I needed to find an English-speaking newspaper. Copenhagen seemed like the right decision. <laughs> oh.
2: So I opened another eight bank accounts, and I was on my way.
0: <laughs> so that's when I became Klaus von Bjorn and um, that's when things got a little interesting. But oh. keep in mind... I was still living in Miami at the time. <laughs> okay, so at some point I impregnated Sheila too. <laughs> <laughs> the time escapes me. So
1: the, it's January. Genu- it's January now. He's out of prison, but they're just now in Australia. Him and Barbara hanging, and he wants to write a book. So she's like, "I'll help you write a book." What about the kids?
2: Oh. Uh, <laughs> Ah, fuck! (laughs) You mean the
0: one with Sheila? (laughs) No, the other three. Other three? Oh, yeah. Oopsie. And the other two. So We should get the queen over here. (laughs) We always had good banter. I feel like the two
1: oldest daughters... Are old enough to take care of them. I think they're like 18 or older at this point. The boy is the only one, I think, who's underage. Right. So she, he's write, He's now writing in longhand
0: <laughs> his oh book, my God. giving
1: it to her, and she's typing it up for him. This is a recipe <laughs> for cake.
0: Yeah, I think that's how we open.
4: P,
1: <laughs> chapter four, cake. Pretty
0: good, huh? Did I not mention this would be an autobiographical cookbook? (laughs)
2: Genre-bending, which I like. Why in the toughest times of my life were there 14 shoes in the sand? (laughs) And then there was
0: one set of footprints. (laughs) When Clive was carrying all of us. Pretty sure. Mm, Maybe that didn't happen.
1: So now... John's psychiatrist in
0: London... <laughs> she was like, guess who's going into the ocean for a little while.
1: <laughs> recommends that their 14-year-old son, Matthew, fly from London to Australia to be with his parents. Smart. Direct. Smart. I like yep. it. Yep. The idea was to give, help give John... Help him regain a sense of responsibility. I
0: like Hmm. that that you're like shelving that trauma on the child to help this fucking lunatic. Crazy.
1: So they decide to avoid the paparazzi and go to Sydney and stay in a hotel. That'll do it. Which they book under false names. Monday. Yeah. Okay. So no one will know they're there. So if I know you can't believe this, but but
0: he had aliases. Seems impossible.
1: You're not going to believe this, but the press found out, and we're waiting for him at the Sydney airport. Um, and they're surrounded as they try to hail a taxi. So they surround him as they try to hail a cab. Hey, they... maybe,
0: the da- maybe John shouldn't go pick him up. That yeah, might oh, that's an idea. Yeah.
1: Um, once in the hotel room, Barbara discovers Sheila has also
2: flown to Sydney. Wow. Oh, boy. You don't know how many stamps that took. Yeah. <laughs> undetected. And Barbara
1: says, John, you should not be seen with her because of all the press.
2: Right. And, and because you fucked her and she's not your wife. Right. <laughs> and
1: he's like, I wasn't going to do that, but... Oh, no. I need her clothes so she can, quote, help me on a board of trade inquiry.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. At what point is like rehab discussed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. need her. I need her clothes because of a directory
2: yeah. board. This I can't is Australia keep you through this.: This is Australia. This is where they go. Maybe just stick to light, be a mate. it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you
0: <laughs> Everything revolves around clothes. I need her clothes to become her.: It's pretty straightforward, Barbara.
1: But he tells. He tells Barbara, he's like, look, I'm still an MP. I have a job to do.
0: Yeah, so he's not still an Is he still he an is. MP? He's still oh an MP. Oh, my God. What does it take to get fucking yeah. un-MP'd?
2: Uh,
1: we'll get to that.
2: He, he lost so many elections that when he finally got one, he's like, I'm not giving this up. Uh, uh, I ever. mean, at what point
0: are Remember, they like, right, we need right to replace...
2: right before he left, he was re-elected.
0: Yeah, I understand that, Dave, but he killed himself twice.
1: Yeah. You think they have that in, like, the... The record, they're like, oh, and if someone tries to kill himself twice, I think they can't you would have MPed. in the
0: record. Like, you could be like, ah, I think this man's acting a little erratic. Instead, they're just like, Representative Quailud, any thoughts? <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, I have. <laughs> we should get rid of ducks. <laughs> Arrest. <laughs> so with,
1: so you think acting erratic is bad with England's current prime minister?
0: That you <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. <laughs>
2: I am a queer dude. By the way, before did you say he needs Sheila close or Sheila's clothes? But close. they both make sense. Yeah, needs your close. Close. Okay. He needs her close. He needs
1: her nearby because he's an MP and he has a job to do. So, <laughs> and then one night he, after he says he's not gonna, see, he all right, I won't see her. Then he goes out and he takes a walk in the rain for several hours.
0: Well, that's uh, a good look.
1: Yeah, the
0: old
2: land swim.
0: Yeah, Where's the yeah. olive oil? Where's the olive oil? <laughs> I think he's going to drown in that puddle. So the well, us- I'm going to go for a bit of a John Wick walk, if that's <laughs> all right with everyone. Don't mind me. Just off of what we call a point break. <laughs> so now, the Australian
1: authorities are trying to figure out what law he has broken.
0: That's unfucking belief
1: I- I- Identity theft is not yet a crime. You can pretend like you're somebody else.
2: Okay, interesting. And imagine being a criminal here at that time that got caught. You must be a fucking idiot. Yeah, but they were also like, well, he belongs here now. He's one of us.
1: A British MP doesn't have to show a passport to get into Australia.
0: I can't believe he might not have broken any laws.
1: Yeah. The immigration minister is discussing with his British counterparts and prosecutors. But as an MP, he cannot be sacked. An MP can only resign or be voted out. Well, have the fucking vote. No, by people. Oh, my
0: God. Not by. Let's the... give him another shot. <laughs> In February... I'd like to see what this Clive Markham can do for government. Markham, Clive,
1: and John yes. for MP. You get three for the price of one.
0: John's debating Clive tonight. <laughs> He's got two sets of clothes and hats. <laughs>
1: In February, <laughs> Ritzar issued that claim John owes a hundred thousand to creditors, including sixty-four thousand to Barclays Bank. And then there's also the missing Bangladeshi bank funds, and there's more stuff. So there's a bunch of different financial things.
0: And I like that he at least like swindled Barclays. <laughs> Whoa! That happens to oh. all guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's <just laughs> so it's obvious at that point he's running from debt. John's lawyer told them no matter John's what. John's
0: lawyer.
2: <laughs> John's lawyer. No, that's a new name. It's still him. Hey, I'm John's lawyer.
0: <laughs> yeah. And my client. <laughs> and who's representing you? Uh, hello, I'm John's lawyer. My client, he's the best of the business, this guy. to thank you very much, John. Not a problem, John's lawyer. Go on, keep going. I think we've got them in our pocket, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> celebrate with a quailoon. <coughs> don't mind a quick way to do. Blop, blop, lop Now I'm the judge, too. Well, I don't find any problem with anything you've done. Quite a team you two are. Time for the secret handshake. Reckon it is. I reckon it is, too, mate. We ha, oh, ha. Beg, Yeah.
1: So John's lawyer We should start a
0: jazz group
1: (laughs) John's lawyer is like Whatever you fucking do Do not resign as an MP I resign So John immediately gives his resignation letter
0: (laughs) Nice try, lawyer (laughs) To
1: a British high commission rep In a car park in the middle of the night (laughs)
0: Of course it has to be the craziest way to do it. Yeah,
2: so He's forgotten f- about mail at this point. Yeah. It's too far removed. No uh, more letters. When would you like to hand in your proper resignation?
0: At 3 in the parking lot. Thank you. I'll have no trousers on, but I will be wearing a tank top. And my hair will be in a ponytail, and I'll be dancing with a carrot inside my mouth. Thank you. Ready to go.
1: So a warrant is a... ...is issued for Sheila's arrest for aiding and abetting. they've
0: got the real culprit, Uh. the puppet master, evil Sheila. (laughs) She did all this.
1: So she decides, I don't know why she has to go to uh, Melbourne to turn herself in, but she decides to drive from Sydney to Melbourne to turn herself in, and then John hears that's happening, and he says to Barbara, we should also go to Melbourne to avoid the paparazzi. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And
2: I'll stay in a room with her... (laughs) And then Clive will stay yeah. with you.
0: So they're driving
2: separately. This whole country's empty. Go anywhere but Sydney or Melbourne. <laughs> go to Darwin. That's where everyone's hiding. In Darwin, let's go back to the other big place. Yeah.
1: So they they're driving in separate cars, <laughs> and they Is stop. Is he driving? <laughs> He's driving, and Sheila's driving in separate cars. Okay. And they stop at a place like halfway called Albury, I think.
2: And Albury, yeah.
1: So the so shocking as this is... The Bit of pokies.
2: Play the pokies before you get that, into Victoria. That's yeah. right. Luck's on my side.
1: So somehow the press knows what hotel they're staying at. <laughs> huh. And uh, then as <laughs> all the press is there and they get into the room, Aubrey John tits. says to oh, Barbara, <laughs> Oh, guess what? Sheila's also here. Oh, what? This we is should crazy. Go, we should go pick her up. And Barbara says, quote, I'm not having that woman in my
0: car. I'll drive. You get
1: in her car and follow us.
0: I don't think she, like, uh, Barbara's lines in the sand are not great. You know what I mean? That's a perfect opportunity to be like, motherfucker, look, fuck you. Tell her to get the, instead she's like, look, honestly, why don't you just go with her? Gosh, you'll learn a lesson one of these days. (laughs) She can suck your dick while you drive. Okay. (laughs) Wait.
2: You wait until he gets to Beechworth Bakery on all those lewds. He's going to have the best time. <laughs> have we, local. Have local. Have, have you heard of a vanilla slice? It's fucking... A sausage roll on lewds sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah. Why don't you two play Find the Birthmark? <laughs> so indeed, John gets into Sheila's car. But after a couple of miles... Barbara's been pretty cool about all this. (laughs) But after
1: a couple of miles, the car runs out of gas.
0: What? How? And then, after a
1: discussion, John and Sheila get in the back seat while Barbara drives.
2: Oh, They're not getting a good Uber rating. I was just going to feel real Uber
1: vibe. (laughs) It's a very silent drive. (laughs) And then they stop at a lake... John walk.
0: you are not going swimming. <laughs> just a quick dip. <laughs> what what could happen? I've always found bodies of water to be incredibly helpful.
2: What are all those shoes for? Nothing. <laughs> just
0: uh, nothing. Just let me lay them John, all here. What? The lake is 1 foot deep. Ooh, foot you say, huh? <laughs> well, well, well. I'll just leave one shoe then. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. So they, they get out and they walk around the lake to discuss their situation. So let's John, try to
0: solve this with a jaunt.
1: John wants Sheila to stay in Melbourne, and Sydney said she should go back to England. Barbara and then said she should go back to England. So Barbara says Sheila should go back to England, and then John starts crying and screaming that he needs both women and his life, and if he can't have both of them, he'll kill himself.
2: <laughs> or pretend to again.
0: Or Clive gets it. <laughs> Look, the truth is, I just want a threesome. And then he ran to the lake and threatened to drown himself. John, that's it.
1: Sheila yelled at Barbara, do something. And Barbara yelled, quote, you deal with him. I can't anymore. And then went back to the car. And then yeah. she-
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs>
1: This is their fucking breaking point.
2: And the the fourteen year old son's still at the airport. Yeah, you know, where? So so much hungry Jacks I can have before.
1: <laughs> Who's your hero? My dad's my hero. He died three times and <laughs> fucked a bunch of ladies. So. Barbara stomps back to the car (laughs) Sheila runs to John They cry and kiss While standing in the water In the lake Like the notebook As Sheila coaxes him out Oh by the way As Nick mentioned Their son is in the car Watching all of this
0: No (laughs) This happens to me a lot (laughs) Where you're like You know I'd be crazy Anyway keep going And then he's like He was uh, not in the airport He was watching Um How'd it go with Dad? (laughs) So, uh,
1: everybody right there, um, what did I do over Christmas break essays?
2: (laughs) I'm trying to grow my fringe long enough so I can't see any (laughs) of my awful life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My haircut's called Fuck It. (laughs) So... (laughs) They drive to they drive to Melbourne. Sheila's arrested, uh, charged with six offenses relating to John's fraud. She was in on the whole thing. Him moving, she was right. a part of all the paperwork. Many papers just keep talking about during her trial and stuff how hot she is and what she's wearing. That, like they just <laughs> that's it. good they, to they, say. It's good changed. Thing that,
0: yeah, the English, papers have changed. Yeah, yes. I was just gonna say the English <laughs> papers don't do that anymore. <laughs>
1: Uh, various charges of fraud and theft are issued in the UK against John, but he refuses to go back. So extradition <laughs> proceedings begin. John asks, contract, John asks contacts in governments around the world to help him. Please. I'm good. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Have I checked out at that Miami hotel yet? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah!
1: New defense, I'm still in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anybody like that one? I think that's pretty good, mate. Oh, I'm You're...
1: not in Australia? Then wear my shoes.
0: <laughs> Bloody hell.
1: So he, he writes to Sweden, Botswana, Kenya, Bangladesh, <laughs> I Canada. I like the
0: list order. Yeah. Everywhere. Sweden, Botswana. The list goes on and on.
1: He's asking them all for asylum or a passport. It's not happening. Hmm. And his daughters are helping him with this. Ah. Then he refused to sign the document that would make his MP resignation official. So, so he had <laughs> sent <him> that letter, given <laughs> right. the letter in the car park, but then he had to fu- sign some sort of official thing. He's like, I'm not doing it. And
0: they're like, he's really taking us on a fucking ride.
1: <laughs> he says he could be deported if he's not an MP. <laughs> so the House of Commons announces uh, that they're going to debate on censoring John, and he's fucking furious. He
0: on what grounds? Are you telling me I've done something you find to be problematic? Gosh, things have changed. The system really fucks you, doesn't it? So he writes a letter to the queen. Hello, your majesty. Hello. I've sent this to you on an envelope. It costs 19p to send.
2: If you're curious how I got to that number, (laughs) I can walk you through it in the following letter. You may remember me from boring you some time ago.
0: (laughs) Hello, Your Majesty. (laughs) Ah, fuck, you're the Man. Well, well, well. Gosh, what a rapport we had, huh? No.
1: So he writes to the Queen explaining the extradition proceedings are unnecessary as he's going to come
0: back to England anyway. I'm excited, to be honest.
1: And then he leaks his own letter to the Queen to the press.
0: Oopsie. Wow. Maybe in a parking lot.
1: Barbara and Matthew have booked a flight to London. So John comes to the airport and tries to buy a ticket on the same flight. Let's sit together.
2: Well, they don't let him. Surely he's platinum at this point. How many flights (laughs) does one man take?
1: The press is going bananas and then he's arrested at the airport for attempting to obstruct justice of the courts. As he's being arrested take taken away, he yells at reporters that he's at the end of his tether.
2: You did I've this. had just about enough of this nonsense. <laughs> I came here for a new life and you hound me and hound me and hound me. There's only so much one man can take.
1: He says he will go on a hunger strike to protest his treatment by the Australian and U.K.
0: authorities. Nothing but lewds. Quote, (laughs) what do they want from me? (laughs) John, you've been crazy.
1: (laughs) On July uh, 17th, Australia and U.K. reach an agreement, and John and Sheila are sent back to England. Uh, John is excited, he says, to clear his name. John says he's excited to clear his name. They land at Heathrow. All my names. Where he, you know... (laughs) (laughs) He tells the press he's going to be vindicated now that he can finally speak in Parliament to his constituents.
0: That'll be good.
1: And then he was immediately arrested (laughs) there. Um, He leaves the Labour Party and joins the National English Party.
0: They had him?
1: Still had him. (laughs) They still had him. Now, um, because he left the party... That made
2: Labor a minority government.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, that...
2: My whole family are Labor voters their whole lives. and They will fuck it at all costs. And they can't help <laughs> Oh, yeah, themselves. it's the
1: Democrats. It's the it's yeah,
0: incredible. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, yeah. Yo, yeah this so guy's
2: I'm... in Hillsong. And our Labor guy will go, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I got COVID week one of the election trail.
0: No, that is like our government too. Where it's like, look, they're corrupted shitheads, but there are corrupted shitheads.
1: So this picture is—he goes to a convention, and every single guy in labor ignored him. Like they wouldn't look at him or act like he was there. I think I did die.
2: (laughs) Is is my name in that paper? Am I in that paper? I came back for the papers. Am I in that paper? We should go to Copenhagen. Uh, So
1: he has 21 charges in uh, total against him. Not bad. Uh, He's tried at the same time as Sheila on her six charges. And John tells the jury he was just a desperate man trying to make good and do right by his family.
2: (laughs) That's why I fucked the secretary. (laughs) Because I put my family first. Literally.
1: (laughs) I made Barbara come first. (laughs) So... He argued it was his alter ego, Joe Markham, who committed the offenses, not himself.
0: (laughs) I mean, who is advising him? Nobody. Nobody. John's lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've got a good one here, mate. Couldn't agree with you more. John Markham did this to us. That's right. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Markham it is. Yes.
1: So he is found guilty on 18 counts and given seven years in prison. Seven years?
0: That's nothing.
1: Sheila (laughs) is found guilty and given a two-year suspended sentence. Okay, good. And then John finally resigns from the House of Commons a month later.
0: What if he was to go to jail? Could he still have been in government? It seems yeah, like he could, no, they really—they
1: couldn't, couldn't get rid of him until he was voted out, basically. So
0: he could have been in jail. Like, I'd like to vote. Yeah. Okay. Good.
1: After sentencing, police found more secret bank accounts he had opened. He <laughs> declared bankruptcy on October, in October 1976, and Barbara filed for divorce for some reason in 1977. Boy, 77 I mean, still 77, a, year a year after that. A
0: year later, she's like, "Okay, that's
1: it." Yeah.
2: All right, you've been bankrupt for a year now. You've really crossed the line. <laughs> really hung in there.
1: John was released in August 1979 due to ongoing health problems. He had had, like, four heart attacks. Oh, This is him.
2: Not all him, though, across the three men. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, good news.
0: He's out of prison, and he can finally... No, run for
2: office. Marry
3: Sheila.
0: Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Boy, she was like, great, finally... We're and ready.
3: They
1: had a son.
0: Oh, boy. Wow. I and mean, is that son Boris Johnson? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, she's the craziest one in the fucking story.
0: It's mm. tough.
1: Like, how bad are your fucking daddy issues? <laughs> that, I mean, look at her. She's just adoring him. Yeah. I mean... Cute baby. Uh, he done got nine that
0: names. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> there's little Clive, Johnny, James, Joshua,
0: Anderson, Parkman.
1: In the 1980s, John tried to become an author, writing a number of political thriller novels. None were bestsellers. <laughs>
0: Poli- I mean, just- how could he not write a political thriller? I know, right? They just write your life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty hard. Yeah. What is interesting to people? need some That's twists
2: a... and turns. Mm. This guy's only been to Miami once. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't <laughs> drown enough. Hey, so I'm just,
1: going, I'm just trying to edit this. and <laughs> I, I have. Um, so your character, he's going from uh, Chicago to Detroit and he takes yes. ni- 19 flights.
0: That's right. Yeah. I
1: feel like he could just take one flight instead of 19. That
0: wouldn't make any sense. What, what, he needs to go to Mexico City to get to San Francisco, followed by Chicago. Then to Waikiki.
1: I've got
2: then. to call my wife in L.A., though. You understand? No.
0: Yes, I have to call my wife in Los Angeles. <laughs> she knows I'm there. But she doesn't know about Mexico City, does she? But can't you just call her from somewhere else and say you're in L.A.? Well, well I, that sounds like something Clive Markham would do, my friend. <laughs> I don't think you really understand who you're talking to, do you? <laughs> and by the way, I'm dead at this point. Right. A dead man can't do that, can he? Yes. Right? Yep. Keep following it. Okay, thank you. Yes. Okay, yeah. To Copenhagen.
1: On April 14th, 1988, John Stonehouse died of a heart attack. Mm. On December Mm. 30th, 2010, secret cabinet papers were released that show Margaret Thatcher agreed in 1980 to cover up information from a Czechoslovakian defector that John Stonehouse had been a spy for the Czech secret security service.
2: Wow. That's how cool his life is. Being a Czech spy is the most boring bit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love to meet this dude. (laughs) I think he's still alive.
0: (laughs) he will probably get a chance. He's here tonight.
1: Uh, John is the only known British politician to have acted as a foreign agent while a minister that they know of
0: Wow, and Thatcher covered it up
1: I did not uh, I did not set this up for sound but I actually do realize I do have the fucking video of him being interviewed Oh my
0: god, Wait, oh. pre- oh, just play it in your mic Play some of it in your mic well, just okay. quickly
3: I think there is a very good chance that I can obtain justice in Australia. The hearing in the court today is an example of that, the fact that bail was granted, although the English authorities didn't use me to have it. I have only received good treatment from the authorities in Australia and I have no complaint against any of them from the Minister of Immigration uh, right through the whole of the administration here in Australia. So I think there's very, a very good chance that I can obtain justice here. Now, I shall fight this extradition because the charges that are being put against me are ludicrous. And if the full resources of Scotland Yard can only produce charges of this character after all this time, then I really don't have anything to worry about.
0: It's hard to find a birthmark on balls that big. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
3: sure. Because what they're really alleging is that I stole from myself. And I don't know how anybody can do that. The company uh, which they say I took money from is a company that is almost 100% owned by myself. I want to state quite categorically, I've never stolen any money from anyone. It's not within my nature to do that. And these trumped-up charges will be answered every inch of the way here in Australia. I hope people can now begin to appreciate that I can face no chance of justice. (laughs) Love
1: it. It's fucking amazing.
2: This story couldn't have come at a better time, Dave, because I was telling you out the back before last night, my wife came to my final show of the comedy festival. Her and her mate went out for a drink afterwards and I said, I'll see you there in 20 minutes. (laughs) She had to go home because our our baby was upset. Her parents were watching the baby. And uh, I got home at (laughs) 4am. And I thought I was the worst husband on the planet until now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Give <laughs> it God for Nick. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh,
1: s- sources for this episode John Stonehouse, Death of an Idealist, Barbara Stonehouse article in Woman Magazine, 1975. Uh, John Stonehouse, My Trial. Julian Hayes, Stonehouse, Cabinet Minister, Fraudster, Spy. Uh, Julia Stonehouse, John Stonehouse, My Father. Uh, The Guardian, Uh, News7.com, Time Magazine, Star Phoenix Newspaper, Canada. And uh, thank you to Charlotte George for doing uh, research.